final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is presented by America First Credit Union. Whatever financial products and services you need to take care of yourself, your family, or your business, America First is here to help. Cougar Post Game Live is also brought to you by First Colony Mortgage, your trusted lender for all your mortgage needs. Visit firstcolonymortgage.com. Now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. The BYU Cougars fall to the number one team in college basketball. Gonzaga comes into Provo and picks up the victory 82-71. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live. Jason Shepard with you. Another slow start and BYU uh, put behind and it was an uphill battle all night long. Ultimately, you know, BYU ends up losing by 11. And again, whether BYU won or lost, the Cougars were going to get a bump in the metrics just by playing this game. That's the benefit of having a team like Gonzaga in your conference. You're guaranteed at least two games against them. And thank goodness with all of the cancellations and postponements, you know, these two games against Gonzaga have been played. And if you're BYU... Things are interesting for the next little while because you don't have a game scheduled until the 18th of February. So next Thursday, you have 10 full days off without a game. Now, that is as of right now. Don't forget, Thursday's game at home against St. Mary's, that was postponed. And then you had a game on Saturday against San Diego. That has been postponed or by all accounts canceled. It's not expected uh, that that game will be uh, rescheduled. Uh, And that was on the San Diego side. That was in their press release uh, that they are not anticipating that being rescheduled. So, you know, at this point right now, BYU does not have a game on the schedule until they go to Stockton to take on Pacific 10 days from now. So it'll be interesting to see what BYU does, if they're able to get another game or if there is that type of a layoff. But either way, BYU falls 82-71 to Gonzaga. Let's check in with action earlier tonight. Everything is a final Top 25, Kansas upsets number 23, Oklahoma State, 78-66. to And Maryland hosting number 4, Ohio State. The Buckeyes get the win, 73-65 to on the road. Out west, San Diego State, we've been following this game throughout the evening. They get the easy victory at home over San Jose State, Aztecs with an 85-54 win over the Spartans. Also tonight in the Mountain West Conference, UNLV gets the home win over the Air Force Academy by 5-69-64. Checking in on the NBA, the Hornets defeating the Houston Rockets 119-94. Wizards getting the road win in Chicago 105-101. The Raptors defeating the Grizzlies in Memphis 128-113. The Dallas Mavericks pick up another victory at home. They beat the Minnesota Timberwolves 127-122. Spurs defeat the Warriors in San Antonio 105-100. The Suns beat the Cavs 119-113 in Denver tonight. Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Bucks get the road win over the Nuggets, 125-112. to And at one point, the Thunder had a fourth-quarter lead. That did not last. 119-112 is the final score as the Lakers defeat the Oklahoma City Thunder. 
Whatever financial products and services you need to take care of yourself, your family, or your business, America First is here to help. To find out more, visit AmericaFirst.com today. Coming up next, we'll get you our three-point recap as BYU falls to Gonzaga, 82-71 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Number one, Gonzaga 82, BYU 71. Welcome back into Cougar Post Game Live. Time for the Mountain America three point recap. For each three pointer BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross. Tonight, the Cougars made eight three-pointers for a total of $400. That brings the donation total for the season to $8,650. I mentioned some of this at halftime, uh, but I wanted to uh, to finish out the BYU sports schedule for the week. Lots of teams on campus in action, and we'll start with women's basketball. They played three games last week, three games this week, and all three games on the road. Uh, the Cougars will be on the road at Pepperdine on Tuesday, at Pacific on Thursday, and then at St. Mary's on Saturday. All of those games will be on the WCC Network. Women's soccer coming off a win in the season opener in Harriman over the University of Utah. They will uh, head to Southern California for two over the weekend. They'll play UCLA on Friday at 6 o'clock Mountain Time, and then they'll stay over the weekend and face the USC Trojans on Monday at 3 Mountain Time. All of those games can be heard on the new skin B. BYU Sports Network, number 12 women's volleyball, hosting a pair of games against Gonzaga tomorrow night and then Wednesday, both on BYU TV and the BYU TV app. Number one men's volleyball, two against Pepperdine, uh, and those games will be on Friday and Saturday, also on BYU TV and the BYU TV app. Number 12 gymnastics, Wednesday they will be at UCLA and then Friday at Southern Utah. Softball playing in the Kajikawa Classic in Tempe, Arizona. Thursday they have a doubleheader against ASU starting at 3 Mountain Time. Friday against the University of Utah and then Saturday against Seattle University. Also BYU men's golf continues play tomorrow at the Nick Watney Invitational in Fresno. So as I mentioned, lots of other BYU teams in action this week. Even though this is the only game currently scheduled for BYU basketball. Lots of other Cougar teams on campus will be in action. All right, coming up after this, we'll get you the Cougar pregame, or excuse me, Cougar postgame locker room show with Greg Rubel. Your final from the Marriott Center tonight. Gonzaga defeats BYU 82-71, and you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive postgame coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. Stops on the arc left and hands to Lee. Lee will try the three and score it! Colby Lee for three! The Cougar Locker Room Show is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Now let's head back to the America First Credit Union courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU better after halftime, but the Zags were their equal. Zags go 41 and 41 for 82 tonight. BYU goes 31 and 40 for 71. Cooks fall by 11, 82 to 71. And in both meetings with Gonzaga in Spokane and here in Provo, 
The Zags give themselves an early lead, an early double-digit lead that they ride to victory tonight. BYU was down 15-2 to before the Cougs scored their second field goal. By that time, the Zags were off and running. Coming up, we'll have our America First courtside interview. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you. We'll see with whom we'll be visiting shortly. Coach Pope will also join us. Uh, BYU tonight falls to 15-5 and as the Zags improve to 19-0. and So it's a double-digit win uh, for the Zags for a 16th straight time mark, but uh, 11 points is uh, is among the narrower side of the margins Gonzaga's had this year, obviously. Yeah, I mean, everybody wants to win games. Uh, the reality is Gonzaga's better better team than, than anybody right now, and BYU's not to their level, but they played hard. Uh, I like a lot of the things I'm seeing uh, offensively for BYU. Of course, the big man, I think that was an aberration tonight, but you're seeing much – it's like it's like GameStop. You want the, the stock to rise, and, and, and you're seeing Spencer Johnson's stock rise and Gideon George, who was in foul trouble, but he had some nice moves tonight. His stock is, is up, and Trevin Nell hit a couple threes, and that's up, and – and most importantly, Alex Barcelo seems to kind of righted his ship and it looked really good. I mean, he didn't chew well from three, but, man, was he good. And he found that soft spot at about 18 feet, pulling up for that jumper. And he's, he's looking to be more aggressive, I think, in the last few games offensively, which I think he needs to do. So BYU's got a lot going for them. And the one thing you wonder about is, is just offensively, can they put up, you know, enough points and score enough points and do things offensively and, and – you're seeing guys moving in the right direction in that regard, which which bodes well for the rest of the season. And again, from this point on, uh, the Cougars should get the opportunity to get on a roll with however many games are left uh, in February and into early March for BYU. Uh, they've played the Zags both times. They've played USF and St. Mary's the one time they could. Both those teams have postponed the second meetings, and who knows if or when those will get rescheduled. But for the games on the schedule, BYU should feel confident about its ability to at least uh, you know, uh, show well enough to be on a run by the time March approaches. And, and again, not that they're gimmies. I mean, the games right now at Pacific and LMU are both quad two games. Those are, those are not walkovers. And so uh, that's what's ahead for BYU. Coming up after this, Trevin Nell with us on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Grubel. Time now for our America First Credit Union courtside interview. Tonight we're talking with uh, Trevin Nell. Trevin, six points off the bench on a couple of threes in the second half as BYU rallied. It fell short tonight, 82-71, to 71, the nation's number one team, the Zags. Win it, Trevin. Thanks for coming on for a minute or two to break this one down. Um, and again, rally was the word there in the second half. You guys were covered and and were, were right. You know, you were you were close to being where you needed to be uh, in the second half. Exactly. We just we didn't start that well, and then the second half we we had six minutes. We kind of lost our fight, and AB and I kind of talked about it, and we decided just to change it, change our attitude, and we started fighting more. And we brought it to within nine, and luckily, luckily for them, we just ran out of time. Well, Trev, it seemed like a, a different type of game than up there. I mean, the guards seemed to struggle some up in Spokane and had a great night tonight where the big men struggled a little. What was, what was the difference tonight as far as being able to have more success from the perimeter with you guys? Um, I think we just started to trust each other a little bit more, like move the ball. Um, instead of running 
our core offense, we kind of changed it up a little bit, and we decided to kind of trust our bigs to sprint out and set, set really good ball screens, and we just moved the ball super well, and, you know, we started hitting shots, and our bigs set amazing screens for us, you know. And so if our base can continue to do that, I think we'll continue to hang out, hang with any team in the country. It wasn't a very good start up in Spokane for you guys, and that clearly had to be a focus, and you find yourself in a similar situation again tonight. What did they do that maybe took you out of what you thought you had uh, lined up to go tonight in the first part of the game? I mean, they're really well coached. Um, they have an amazing, amazing players. And so they switched up their lineup. They wanted to run on us a little bit more. And I think that kind of caught us by a little bit of surprise and um, we just got to start better. We can't get shell-shocked in the first couple of minutes. We got to know that we can fight with anybody. And I think that really stood out tonight that, hey, we're, we're, not, we're not okay with this. You know, we're not okay with the outcome. And we know we, can, we, we should win this game. We should have, and we can hang with anybody. So we're, we're excited. We're hopefully going to try to get them again for round three. So what are a few things you take out of tonight that you think is actually uh, something you will build on and, and, and think of with optimism as you move forward? I think our physicality. I think, you know, Gonzaga has those guards. Ayayi, he's averaging the most rebounds on their team, and he's only 6'5", six, 6'4". Six, six, and so I think our physicality matched them, and we, we won the 50-50 battle. You know, there's a lot of balls on the ground, and I feel like we came up with a lot of them. And so I think that's what we're going to build on. we got a lot to get better on, and I think we just got to continue to move that ball and um, trust each other on defense and talk. I think communication is the key. You mentioned how good they are, and I mean, t- Timmy's Timmy's a double double, twenty and thirteen tonight. Uh, Suggs has twenty four, uh, fifteen coming after halftime. It's a good group with uh, with lottery guys, with uh, wooden guys. Uh, you know, it's a nation's number one team for a reason. So you you have to also consider that this is this is an exceptional group you played tonight. Yeah, we have high respect for these guys, and so we just know that. We're hoping to get in round three with them because it's gonna. I, we're hoping, and so it's gonna be a different outcome. I think. I'd like to see it. I like to see. It. I mean, obviously, you guys want to win, and I know that. Uh, but you know, you played. I thought you played well. Portland, obviously, you played well. How would you assess kind of where the team is right now at this point in the season? I think we're we're almost to our like we're we have so much more to you know to give, and we didn't play our best basketball today. And we, we lost by 11, and we had stretches where we were really good. We had stretches where we can fix. And so we're going to come in every single day, every single practice, and compete, work hard, and we're going to you know make that tournament run, and that's our goal. So You don't really w- know what's next, but whatever comes next, uh, we know that it's going to build you uh, toward you know March, what everyone prepares for uh, in any college basketball season. is The uncertainty of not knowing if it's Thursday, Saturday, next week. How are you guys handling that week to week, do you think, as a team right now? I mean, we talked about it just barely in our in our locker room, and, you know, we're not okay with the outcome, like I said before, and so we're, everybody's ready to come back in. We're hungry, you mm-hmm. know. We're hungry, and this this loss is going to sting. It's going to sting for a while, but it's, we got to turn the page. So we got to move on, and um, we're going to watch a ton of film and see where we can get better, and the coaches are amazing in watching film with us and kind of correcting certain things that we need to get better at. So we're going to come in tomorrow and just compete and get better. Looking forward to seeing you guys back on the floor. If and when uh, you play again, whenever that is, we're ready for it. Uh, Trevin, thanks for the time tonight. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right, that's Trevin Nell. Coach Pope is next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Dining Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. 
The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Thanks to Trevin Nell for joining us on our America First Credit Union courtside interview brought to you by America First Credit Union here to help. To find out more, visit AmericaFirst.com today. BYU falls by 11 to Gonzaga tonight, 82-71. to is our final score. The Zags shoot over 50% from the field in this one. 51 uh, for the night after shooting 52 in the second half. So pretty consistently solid top to bottom for the Zags who got out to a big lead and made it stand up the rest of the way. Again, there was a period in the second half when the Cougs had a chance to make it an eight, uh, make it a five-point game and uh, almost mark you blink and bang, it's like 12-14 again. Yeah, missed a three to get to five, an open look, and then that's what Gonzaga does. They kind of give you a sniff, but if you don't if you don't grab it, they take it right back. They they're not going to mess around, and before you know it, you're down 15 or 20 again. But let, let me uh, just take a little tangent as we wait for Coach Pope to come out here and talk about Trevin Nell. He has a special place in my heart because uh, church calling. I was up at a, a youth a, a priesthood encampment, and uh, I needed a speaker, speakers to come up, and Trevin came two and a half, three hours each way. Along with Colby Lafson to to, to come talk to these, this group of young men, and he he just gotten home from his mission. It was a transfer from Cal, was coming to BYU, and was and the message they gave was so amazing. And the the sacrifice and the serve. I mean, that's just the type of kid you get here at BYU. That's obviously you want to win games, and in BYU does win games. But I mean, it just that that a young man would do that take that time out of their lives to help other young men at such a critical time. So I, he's got a special place in my heart, and he continues to get better. I mean, that his shots tonight were tough, and he had to release them so quickly. And, uh, you know, he's going to be a threat coming. And I mentioned Spencer Johnson's playing better and, and Gideon George. I mean, that that was kind of a weak spot for BYU. Connor Harding I thought played well, but that, that, that's, that spot's shoring up a little bit for BYU, which is nice. And what a positive outlook uh, from Trevin in postgame as well, too. Yeah, I mean, he, he, uh, listen, the, the, these guys, it just eats them alive to lose, and it, it, as it should because, it's you know, they put so much time into it, but it's not about dwelling on it. It's like uh, his whole message was, "We're going to get back in. We're going to work. We're going to get better. We're going to get better." We're gonna... and, and you love that attitude, and it, it, they don't they don't accept losing, but it happened, and now they don't want it to happen again, and they want to get back out there. And I, that's why I hope they have a game this week somewhere somehow, because you don't want to sit on a loss for any period of time. You want to get out and play and get better. All right, Coach Pope's teams have still never lost a back-to-back games. Whenever they play next, we'll give them a chance to keep that streak alive. We'll hear from Coach Pope coming up next. BYU falls to Gonzaga tonight. The nation's number one team defeats BYU in Provo tonight, 82-71. to And you heard it here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, uh, Gonzaga has now won eight of the last nine against BYU, including uh, six of the last seven here in the Marriott Center. Final score tonight is Gonzaga 82 and BYU 71. Zags got out to a 15-2 lead. 
BYU got it to a single-digit game in the second half. Zags ultimately pull away. BYU made a nice little flurry late. And, again, one of the things we talked about late in this game was this funny little streak that uh, Gonzaga has going. They've won 15 and now 16 straight games by 10 points or more. And in the closing seconds, Mark, BYU had it to a single-digit game with 5.7 seconds to go and trailing by 9, having just scored with no chance to win the game. Six seconds to go, you're down nine. They fouled, and Gonzaga made the free throws that made the final margin 11. Again, not a big deal. Would have been nice, though, to be the team that ends the streak of double-digit wins or or wins by double-digit points. Didn't happen tonight. The bigger streak belongs to Gonzaga at 23 wins in a row. They have not lost a game, Mark, since February 22nd, 2020, when they came here and lost that memorable game to BYU 91-78. to 14 straight league wins and 23 straight wins overall. Longest win streak in the country as Gonzaga wins it tonight and keeps all those runs going as they head down the stretch run in their regular season, and clearly they're going to be a deep postseason team. And there will be a discussion that continues in weeks to come about just what Gonzaga should do with its intermediate postseason uh, relative to the WCC. Yeah, I mean... Obviously, they're going to make the tournament. All it would do is jeopardize that number one seed if BYU or St. Mary's somehow beat them in the finals. Uh, I don't know what their obligation is to the conference to play in it. If I imagine if they can get out of it, they probably would, um, which may give BYU a chance to win the tournament. Uh, I, I think BYU would prefer to win the tournament beating Gonzaga, but... We'll see. I mean, it's such a weird year. Who knows? What Are you going to have a tournament? Can you even have a tournament at this point? You certainly couldn't have it if it was this week. Um, but, you know, I, I think the, the trend is that you're going to be able to do more and more things in the next couple of months, but that may be too late. And so we'll see. What what I would hope is that they I – mean, there's, there's not a huge threat to them in this conference. Go play the tournament. Um, and and I'd love to see BYU have another crack at him. Maybe I'm a masochist, mas- masochist but I, I like I like that BYU can compete, and I'd like to see them compete uh, and, and start the game a little bit better, and, and then see what would happen. I'm maybe I'm just kind of got the blue colored glasses on, but I, I like a lot of the things that BYU does against Gonzaga. But when they're down 15 or 20 to start the game, it's hard. Zags are on their way to clinching their 20th regular season WCC title in the last 21 years and they're likely going to win another one outright this year which would be 16 outright of of 20 (laughs) titles at some point they've got to have a a kind of a down year right they're just going up they're just going up (laughs) yeah but you get rid of Suggs and Kispert and Timmy surely they can't just every year you say this and we say that and I know but it's got to happen eventually (laughs) right I think the only hope really is if you if somehow Mark Few we just retires want to be, or we, something. We just want to be around for it. We want to we want to be able to <laughs> you know call a conference championship again for BYU like it used to be yeah. back in the day. And conference tournament championships have been even harder uh, to come by. Um, the last time BYU won one, by the way, uh, was in a year that UNLV was ineligible to play on its home floor in the WAC tournament of 2000, or Mount West tournament of 2001, and BYU did actually go down there and win that without UNLV available. So It was always UNLV that kind of stopped them because they had the home floor every year, and BYU couldn't crack that nut. Now they got a bigger nut to crack with Gonzaga. Their, may, their, their next hope to win a conference championship may be if BYU gets in a P5 con- uh, conference. 
They might have a better chance of winning that conference than they would the WCC with Gonzaga in it. Well, it's only three and a half weeks until the WCC tournament slated to begin. We still don't really know what it's going to look like. That'll be determined here in the weeks to come. Okay, we'll take one more break. We'll come back. We promise we will get you uh, Coach Pope on the air with the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU Creamery, Cougar Post Game Coaches Show, brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant visiting with BYU's head coach, Mark Pope, after BYU falls to the nation's number one team tonight. Gonzaga wins it 82-71. to Coach Pope is with us now courtside here at the Marriott Center. Uh, coach Pope, are reflections on uh, on the Zags coming in and, uh, and uh, ultimately picking up their 23rd consecutive win? Yep, uh, they're really good. Uh, you know, they they, uh, they can hurt you in a lot of different ways, and they're good in surprising ways that just give you pause. I mean, it's it's remarkable. You know, you look at their – they're not a big team, but, man, they're incredibly physical. And I think that's where their game starts is their physicality is just off the charts. It's, it's almost inexplicable. It's hard to see on film. But then when you feel it, it's just like they're moving you everywhere. And, and then you put on on top of the length they have in the backcourt, and they're a really good team, man. They're obviously t- terrific coached, and and uh, and and they have a lot of answers. And and they are they they were dominant again in the first three, four, five minutes of the game tonight. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, we just. Um, you know, they they actually started small, which I don't I don't know if they've started small all season long. I, I don't know. They haven't recently, and. Um, so I was a little surprised by that, but uh, and then they just you know they just went after it. Uh, you know we figured they would come come really hard in transition and and uh, and we didn't you know we just just took us a minute to get into the game and um, it's it's hard to do that when you spot a team ten twelve points it's it's hard to it's hard to recover. I thought the guys did an unbelievable job kind of fighting and hanging in there. We just couldn't we just couldn't couldn't quite make progress inside the ten point margin. The uh, guard line struggled up in Spokane. Had a really nice night tonight. A lot of contributions from the perimeter. What what was some of the difference between uh, that game and this one for them? Yeah, I mean we made a lot more sense. Um, all of our all of our middle game ball screen game was pretty good. Uh, our driving lines were super physical. I mean Alex Barcelo was uh, so much better uh, in terms of. In terms of the way he approached uh, getting his driving lines and the patience he did and buying space and time and understanding that a lot of times he was going to be forced to actually be the finisher and um, so I, I, that actually that part of the game actually made sense to us tonight and um, it, which was a huge improvement over over up there at the Zags um, and and you know I also thought we had some life in transition which we didn't have at all up there and i i think our decision making was poor i felt like our our pass after the pass head was really poor it was super stagnant super late but but at least we were getting some feel there um i thought spencer johnson from the wing had a couple really outstanding patient driving lines um you know trevin Nell even got downhill a couple times even though it didn't lead to finishes for him and so i thought our backcourt was way more physical on the offensive end we still got crushed a little bit on the defensive end and on the glass in our in our backcourt but but on the offensive end in terms of getting downhill guys were much more patient much more physical and that was a positive how do you quantify how hard a guard jalen suggs is 
Um, well, he's uh, you know he's an elite athlete. Uh, he's got great length, um, and he's 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 one of those guys where, um, you know, just his game is going to dictate a lot of things. If he's if he's if he's making shots, uh, he gets really complicated. Um, it gets really complicated to guard him, and if. You know, we probably gave him a little more space and gave him too much of a steady diet of the same thing. We probably need to give him some some more uh, reoccurring different looks. Um, but he's a he's a you know he's a really talented player, and he you know he, he he and I'm not saying this is a criticism. I'm saying this is a compliment. He doesn't even really know exactly what he's doing out there yet, and he's he's you know elite point guard on the best team in the country by far, and so. That's more of a reflection of what his ceiling is than than anything about what he's not doing. He's a he's a terrific talent. He sure he sure you know he was he sat a bunch in the first half and that really helped us kind of stay in the in the game a little bit. And then um, he was sure a handful in the second half. The only two home losses BYU's had this year, uh, Boise was up 14 zip early, Zags went up 15 two early. So there's a common theme there. But in both games you rally, and I thought it was I thought Gideon George was just starting to feel it a bit in the first half and that second foul. At a point where the team was kind of responding as well, I thought it was a tough spot, a tough thing to have to handle right there at that moment. Yeah, we we didn't do well in the foul category today. You know, we were juggling bodies because of fouls, and that's never a good thing. And and uh, you know, we got doubled up at, at the free throw line, which is not a good sign for us. And yeah, I thought especially in the beginning of the second half, it was so hard for us to get a feel because uh, we were just were you know they got in the bonus so early and and. Um, and you know it's 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 a credit to them they're a great team uh but you know those are some things that we need to remedy and figure out and um you know it was a, it was a lot to put on Gideon and and uh Caleb um you know this is you know it's earlier than I probably wanted to thrust them into this deal but um I thought they both had moments where they responded well they they were a little shell shocked to start the game uh you know really had a tough time grabbing a rebound you know um and 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 that's what they do and so you know we'll we we got to make progress it's a huge three weeks for us i mean it's the last three weeks of the regular season so we we got to keep getting better it's really important and and uh, everybody on this team's got to pick it up and and we got to find some answers against teams that are really physical like the zags we have to have some we have to be able to play through the we have to be able to play through the post we couldn't do that tonight and that is not uh you know that's a steadying thing for us we got to find an answer there and um, and uh, you know we got to shore up a, 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 our ball screen defense. Kind of got picked apart tonight by the best team in the country. I get that, but um, we got to shore that up. And there's a bunch of areas we can grow. Coach, you mentioned these next three weeks are important, and I know all your focus has been on getting ready for this game. And I don't know if you formulated your thoughts, but obviously you've, you had two cancellation, postponement games this week. I mean. What would? How do you see this playing out for you guys? What would you prefer? I mean, you played a lot of games more than most, but I mean, what are your thoughts on how you'd like to see this kind of unfold? Yeah, it's it's a it's a great question. I don't really know the exact answer. I am, you know, we we've we've done a bunch of legwork on a bunch of potential opportunities this week, and so, uh, but we haven't dove in head first because we're kind of just putting everything uh, into this game, and so. We'll, um, you know, we'll go meet up in the office here tonight and, and kind of just go through the whole deal again and consider what possibilities there even could be and start trying to, you know, negotiate our way into into finding the best deal for our team. I don't even know what it is right now. I mean, I'm going to sit and think about it and kind of review where we are and see. But 
Um, you know, it's important to play. We like to play. Uh, it's, it's why you have a season. Um, but right here down the stretch, it's also probably important that we find the right games. Um, you know, these guys have earned the right to do that. We've played more games than any team in our league up to this point. And, um, and, and we've had, I don't know, Greg, you're no better, five games rescheduled just in league now. And, and, uh, and our record on rescheduled games is actually poor. Um, and so, um, you know, we, we, we'll, we'll proceed here smartly and, and make sure that we're we're giving these guys the the best opportunity they can to continue to have a great season, which they're in the middle of right now. Okay, we'll do coaches' show tomorrow night, and then we'll see when we're back together again for uh, for courtside conversations as BYU gets ready for the stretch run here. Coach, thanks for the time. Thanks, guys. All right, that is Coach Mark Pope, and that's going to do it for tonight's broadcast. Gonzaga 82 and BYU 71 is our final score. That was the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show with Mark Pope. And again, tomorrow night, BYU Basketball with Mark Pope on the BYU TV app at 6.30 Mountain Time to tune in for that. All right, thanks to our crew back at BYU Radio. Our studio host, Jason Shepard, our control board operator, Liam Howard, our coordinating producer, Terry South, our engineers, Barry Squires and Sean Fay. Appreciation as well to assistant station manager Sean O'Neill at BYU Radio for his work with the broadcast. Courtside, my color commentary colleague is, of course, Mr. Mark Durant. Our thanks to John McBride of BYU Athletic Communications for assisting us with our postgame coverage. We were glad to hear from Coach Pope pre- and postgame, Trevor Nell postgame, and Gonzaga assistant coach Brian Michelson, part of our pregame coverage as well. So for all those folks, once again, a reminder of our final score, Gonzaga 82 and BYU 71. My name is Greg Grubel saying in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. Smith's now has grocery pickup and online delivery to save you time. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Vorky, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorship Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.